Yabba dabba do. We are back with another one, ladies and gentlemen. I'm He's feeling here. great. He's here. Today, Life in the Fast Lane podcast. Mm-hmm. I've got my hat on. I think I have my hat on. You do. Okay, cool. Sometimes you just grab things in the dark in the morning. You're like, all right, it fits. It's good. Let's get out the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. Yeah, I've been wearing it all weekend. You like it? I love it. Is it comfortable? Oh, yeah. Good. Well, welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane, gentlemen I'm and ready. ladies. All right, so... How was your weekend, Nick? It was uh, it was nice. I um, I got a chance to work on some of my cars. I got a chance to play with the kids. I had a chance to. I actually did rest a bit, which I haven't done in a while. When I say rest, I mean literally for. I don't know, maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, and let your shoulders down. Yeah, not not on the couch either. Like I, <laughs> I literally, my resting is in my garage, just sitting there in one of my cars, just thinking. Yeah. That's what I did. Like, okay, to, truth be told, it was Sunday night at between 9.30 and 10, 10.15, and I literally just got my Shelby, and I just sat there and just kind of just took it all in because I, I don't ever get a chance to, you know, turn around and look at what I've accomplished, which I think a lot of people, I've, I got, I don't know, I at least got seven or eight DMs this weekend about the cars and questions and the coaching program and all that and it's like holy cow look how far i've come and that's that all just goes back to gratitude you know it's it's amazing i don't typically feel that way yeah i do the same thing sometimes just sit in the truck let it idle and just sit there and enjoy yeah that's not me i get in and throw that son of a you know what in gear and i'm gone no i know i'm not i'm not one to stop and sit like that but it was it was nice and I uh so over the weekend I, I in um installed a whole bunch of like insulation on the garage doors in my, in my yeah. in the personal garage like that it's connected to the house and it like sound dead and everything so when I sat in the car last night normally I can hear cars go by yeah now I can't ooh that's weird so it's nice it's like very secluded doors down just peace no no music nothing's on I couldn't hear anything just you just me and I kids, like it. kids were asleep everybody's taken care of and I was like cool this is nice. Heck yeah. Yeah. So how about you? Uh, it was good. So Saturday, I took some time, kind of cleaned up the rest of the lawns that I had to kind of get out of the way, just get some leaves up and all that fun stuff. Sucks because it was blowing like 30 mile an hour. So you would do a pass and you're like, oh, cool, it's clean. And then you would come back and you're like, never mind, it's not anymore. Yeah, I did that so, over again too. I blew some leaves. Yeah, so got some of that done, came back. I got the truck finally – I got the bed cleaned out because I had compost in there that I was going to use in another job, but mm-hmm. the person never – accepted it so i was like all right well i'm gonna get this out gonna get the leaves out get this thing cleaned up uh ended up going down help dad with the boat pulling that out this weekend so that felt fantastic um and then took yeah yesterday sunday um cleaned up the majority of the house so got my office nice and organized got a bunch of clothes cleaned up um it's something else that just made me feel really accomplished, but I can't remember what it was. It'll come to me in a little podcast. But... Isn't it amazing when you clean how yeah. much better you feel? Like, I did the same thing. First oh, I got thing. some of the truck cleaned out. That's what it was. Nice. So oh, the Goodwill stuff, too. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I haven't so, done that in a while. I need to go through my clothes. But the cleanliness thing, man, like, I did the exact same thing on Saturday morning. Instead yeah. of going and, like, messing with the cars or, or going to a car show or, you know, grocery shopping or kids or whatever, I just cleaned yeah clean it's a, house, it's a get crap done mode yeah i just i like that baseline of cleanliness yep i think it really clears the mind but well, that's why i come in here every monday i appreciate that he kyle comes in every single monday and does a good sweep and vacuum and i don't know everything else you do i try to get the bathrooms i always vacuum over here where we keep our carpets which is like right behind our little mm-hmm. studio area um all those little like black nubs from the carpet were just all over the place. I was like, Let me the guys have been messing with it. Up. I told him last week, I said, this week I want all that carpet, whatever we, we use, keep it and store it in the shop. Yeah. Anything that we're not using and, and we're confirmed that, okay, this is trash. It's old, whatever. Throw yeah. it away. Get it out of here. I uh, did notice that last week. I think you had, somebody had taken a picture and I looked back there. I was like, there's a couple, why are there a couple rolls back here? So what, what I'm planning on doing is once those are out of here, I'm going to set up in this back little room. It's kind of a closet-ish yeah, area. cutty corner. Yeah, I'm going to set up a, a table, and we're going to put a um, one of those white boxes that you take pictures of, like, uh, product. Yeah. And I'm going to set up, like, a little, not film studio, but just, like, a little product picture studio that we can put stuff, take pictures of it. Yeah. You know, anytime we want to update the website or maybe, you know, have a, have a backdrop. And if I need to talk about, like, a product and how does it install, what does it come with, whatever – I can stand right there and just do it. Yeah. So it'll be a little little mini studio for 
Sweet. just the website and all that kind of stuff. Look, they're putting out stakes for snow. Heck yeah, dude. Hopefully we use them this year. Hopefully. Yeah, right outside of our <laughs> studio here, guys. There's uh one of our one of our uh landscape maintenance guys is putting out snow stakes and we haven't had snow here in literally years. I think the actual last, you know, storm we got that with a few inches was like two-ish. We did years. have that random one, though, where we got like 14 inches down by you. When was that? That was like three years ago. It was as soon as yeah. I got the plow installed. It was weird. It was because, what, Virginia got slammed, and we were up in Baltimore County and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but down by you is like 14, 15 inches. I was like, this makes absolutely no sense. No, I didn't. Normally, it's up north, not not near me. Yeah. Well, so, anyway, let's get this this podcast rocking and rolling, Kyle. So what I are we like doing? It. What are we doing? Kick your <clears throat> bitch voice in the mouth. That's right. Oh, oh, David Goggins. Is that what that is, Ron? Yep. Okay. Well, I didn't really realize it was from somebody. I was just, uh, I was literally walking down to Lowe's and I text Kyle. I said, kick your bitch voice in the mouth. This should be one of the next podcasts we do. Well, the reason I like is because I can relate to it, and I know a lot of people can too, is just you wake up in the morning, sometimes you just have that, I don't want to move. Really? Yeah. And it. I know f- it's something that you kind of have to ingrain out of yourself. And like you were talking pr- in a previous podcast of um, that five-second rule, mm-hmm. just count backwards or count up to five and just mm-hmm. get up and out of bed. Mm-hmm. There's no a lot problems. of people that just want to sit there and keep hitting the snooze button and – I used to do it. Chloe was pretty bad at it um, before she got her job at Aluma. Um, now that she's there, she enjoys it a little bit more and, mm-hmm. you know, feels like she has a purpose. Um, not to say she didn't enjoy working with me. It's just that she knew she could wake up a little bit later because I would give her the grace. Right. So it's that, you know, there's definitely the bitch voice of, you know, I don't feel like getting up this morning. Really? I, you know, I could really enjoy just sitting in bed and doing it all day. Mm, I guess, you know, if I think back, far enough i'm i'm staring down the barrel of almost 40 and you know looking god i can't believe i just said that uh, think about your uh rain days yeah so that's where i have to go back till until i was a teenager because i was able to kick my bitch voice in the mouth before i turned 20 um you know when i first started my landscape company at 15 years old my excuse was well the grass is wet yeah and so i wouldn't go out to like nine ten o'clock in the morning and it was it was horrible. That was my bitch voice taking over my whole body. Now to this day, I still I still battle like doing pushups at night. I still battle that bitch voice all the time. You're tired, you're worn out. You know you're you did ne- enough today. If you if you listen to that voice long enough, you're gonna believe him. And that basically it's like a little devil on your shoulder. And you're gonna you're never going to accomplish what you're looking to accomplish. Now that's another thing. So a lot of people, and I've I've literally coached some of these people through this. Uh, there was a guy in in um, in Kentucky. I couldn't tell you his name. I did get a DM from him. I don't know. It was like a week or two after our, our big trade show out in, in Kentucky back in October. He uh, he he'd come to me and he goes, "I don't understand. You know, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I'm not. You know, I'm hitting this this glass ceiling, if you will. And I personally don't think the glass ceiling is completely in your head. Yeah, hundred percent. And so it um he, he kind of informed me what he was doing because I like to just ask people like okay what, what, what's going on tell me about you and your life and what's going on and just listening to him I could tell his bitch voice was just eating him up and, and he goes what do I do and I said man can I can I be super super like real with you he goes please and I said no I mean real he goes please and I said okay I said you're being a pussy stop it right now you need to figure out why it is that you're listening to your bitch voice and not listening to what you know what you need to do you're just choosing the easy route i said quit it you need grab this thing by the horns and go so long story short we had this i don't know i ripped his head off for about five minutes about telling him how sissified he's being he's a man up and so i don't know two or three weeks removed i get a dm out of nowhere and he's like Sir, it was so nice to meet you. Uh, you know, I was it was it was a blessing and da da da. And he ended up saying that he ended up going home, li- taking my advice, and he ended up booking an extra I don't know, it was like fifty, sixty thousand dollars of work, which pushed him over the he's either half a million or a million dollar mark or something that he never thought he was going to yeah. surpass. And uh, he did it all within roughly two to three weeks, give or take. You know, don't quote me on the exact story, but it was over that period of time. And first of all, I came back. I was like, dude, that's amazing. Send me a selfie so I know who the heck you are because I don't remember yeah. your face. And so he did, and he sent me a video of him talking about it. And um, I was like, ah, I remember you. I'm sorry I forgot your name. I do remember the conversation. That's freaking amazing, dude. I'm so sorry that like I had to be that way with you. But sometimes it just takes a little bit of a, 
you know, jerk them around a little bit, yank their chain a bit, and, and snap them out of it. I know you and I have had those conversations. Oh, yeah. And it's all about sometimes you, you need to be strong enough to not need someone else to jerk your chain. You need to be able to jerk your own chain, but you have to be mindful of the fact that if you jerk it too hard, then you're going to start degrading yourself, and then you're going to start believing in the negative things you say about yourself, then that's going to translate over to piss-poor results. Yeah. Right? So you have to be able to take take on the task at hand, understand that, A, it's not all going to happen overnight. you got to have some gratitude where you are, but at the same time, you have to then balance, okay, this is bullshit. Whatever I'm dealing with, I'm not getting where I want to be. Um, this relationship's not working. It typically is you. Oh, nine times out of ten, it's always your fault. So I have this, I have this saying – no matter if you're right or if you're wrong, it's your fault. It's kind of it's close to the old Henry Ford saying. Yeah. Um, but everything in your life is your fault, good or bad, period. And so it always, it always comes back to simple, basic little decisions you make throughout your day, and that little bitch voice is grabbing you. Like, okay, I'll give you perfect. For instance, yesterday I texted you. I said, um, "You punch your bitch voice right right in the mouth." So yeah. you you and I have a thing now where we we just send these little titles over what we think we should call the podcast and then we already kind of know kind of where that's yeah, going to go it's it's like that true north you you have an idea of where you want correct yeah we're but we're see okay that's because we're controlling our environment and we are not just letting it to we're not just randomly turning on the podcast unit and just start talking yeah where do you want to go with this i don't know where do you want to go with right this? we already have like a whole list of stuff to choose from and so what I mean by that is is that yesterday when I was walking out of Lowe's and that, that came over me, <clears throat> I could have listened to my bitch voice and not pulled my phone out of my pocket and not took the 10 seconds to type it to you. Because for me, pulling my cell phone out and doing that is a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know why it feels like a lot of work to me, but I'm not that, that cell phone guy that likes to get it out and start typing away. For me, that's very difficult. Maybe it's the size of my fingers. Maybe it's because I don't like technology. I, I don't mind technology. It's just like... I'd rather work on a on a car. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I I'm not into computers, and it, it's a it's a. You'd a rather forced. have the mechanical versus the electronical. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, you know, just it, it doesn't. Oh, everybody thinks that in order to get somewhere, it's got to be like these big, huge decisions, and it's truly not. Like I walk through this shop every single day, and I have decisions I make on when I walk past you. Do I even look at you? Because. I balance this this friendship versus work relationship versus, you know, so I balance this deal where I'm always trying to inject everybody with positivity and that, that good energy because I believe I hold it. I, I had a conversation in GIE with um, Blake with B, uh, uh, Blake with B&B out of yeah. Kansas. Whatever it is. Kansas. Blake Albertson. Yeah, where's he out of? Well, it doesn't matter. I think it's Kansas City. I think it's Kansas City. So him and his wife are standing there, and his wife had asked me a question, and – I got real with her, and she probably thinks I'm a quack. Whatever. She's a sweetheart. I love both of them. They're great, great people. Um, truly, I don't believe the whole social media thing has is really affected them at all, which is amazing. Um, but I tried to explain to her. I said, I believe I hold a certain amount of energy. We all do, yeah. but some of us manifest it into something bigger. And whenever I don't listen to my bitch voice, what that does is it creates this, this bigger amount of energy. And so when I walk through the shop, I'm trying to basically distribute my energy to everybody. Well, it's like when you go around, you'll you'll either like do something. You don't dance like I do. Like Justin and I, we just we like to get our body moving. Mm -hmm. You um, do the what's up, or you do the um, you do a couple of other like mannerisms as you walk by. Just mm -hmm. it's that it's that poke of like, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's because I'm actually I'm actually taking a second to to connect. Yeah. Right, I, it's not necessarily like I'm trying to have a conversation, but like I'll, I'll walk by Fab and Gavin's back there, and I'm like, "Yo, sup?" Like I could just be like, yep. "Morning," and just blow right by him. But I like stop, and I and my feet don't move. I take a second and I see how he is, and then I'm like, "What you working on?" And he'll say, "Blah blah blah," and he and I can tell whether or not he's in the mood or not in the mood to have that conversation, and then I'll either, you know, march into the conversation or I'll just go, "Cool, dude. Do you need anything? Let me know." Yeah. So I leave him with some support, but I also leave him his room. And that's really, really important. And that all goes back to, you know, my intuition is to just go to my office and get to work. But I, I because of my bitch voice, that's what it wants me to do. I go, no. I go through the shop and I, and I try to touch your hearts and souls somehow and, and make sure everything's good to go. Um, but that that whole... 
I'm trying to think of examples, like normal everyday examples of your bitch voice. So like getting out of bed is like the most common one. Not making your bed. Like, dude, if your if your bedroom isn't made and clean and nice and good to go, like that is the basics. Yeah. And anybody that's listening to this, if your room's a mess, you're you're more than likely your whole your whole world's probably slightly messy. Um and and I hate saying that and I hate to, you know, break hearts here, but cleanliness is next to godliness. You have to keep you're, you have to keep shit clean, dude. And that all comes back to your bitch voice and, listen, and not listening to him. And anytime that thing speaks up, you you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So, like, I had this conversation with Julia the other day, um, and she is always about tomorrow or it's always um, don't worry about it. And I'm like, man, I just can't get down with that mentality because it's, it's up to me and it's up to you and it's up to all of us to – keep our car clean, keep our, you know, business clean. Like this business, it is nowhere near as clean as I want it to be. But I also know, and keep this in mind, guys, is things are, it's, 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 it's progress. It's a stepping stone. Not every day you're going to go in and everything's going to be perfect. It, if you think, I think my world's perfect, I think my world is probably the furthest from perfect that, that it can be. But then my, my gratitude kicks in and I go, hold on, dude. If I talk to the guy the, the Nick Carlson of five years ago and said that I was going to be a hundred pounds lighter. I was going to have an eight figure business. I was selling as many mulch mates as I am and all these other products that I am, you know, what, you know, what would, what would I feel five years ago? And I, I'd been static. Now, is it where I want to be? No, but every day. Okay. Great case in point. The, the economy right now is in the shitter completely. It is, it is garbage. It's a storm. And, I can't stop that. Now, my bitch voice says, stop spending, stop advertising, stop wasting your time, lay off some guys, um, go ahead and and pull back, pull back, you know, drop back, not necessarily drop back and punt, but like call timeout, let's say. And that, that's my, my, my initial surface level reaction. My experienced gut says, okay, the last time you went through this in 2008, I doubled down. I hired somebody. I went nuts on advertising. I, you know, I, 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 I did everything I could. I spent almost every dime I had to, to try to fight it. Now, what I learned is that's not right either. There's, a, there's this middle ground of where you can stay in front of people. You can continually, continually um, keep people employed, but then you have to morph a little, right? Yeah. It's this pivot. And so when when 08 came through and I and I almost I literally I was driving down the road, dude. I couldn't I can't believe I was doing this. Fuel was so expensive. I was so broke that I would Oh yeah, I remember. I'd pop my truck into neutral, turn it off, and I would coast everywhere just to try to save sixty dollars a week in fuel because I was literally down to my last sixty dollars back then. Um, it was horrifically difficult to get through. And I have no family money. I have no backing. I have nothing. You are the family one, I essentially. Am. Well, I'm. I am the. I am the branch of the family tree that is going to to change everything, because everybody in my family has done decent ish, but no, nobody's ever made millions and millions of dollars. And I have. I've done it. And I'm also the. What am I? The. I'm not the oldest grandchild. I'm not the youngest grandchild. But the the oldest grandchild is super left wing has he's male and has a husband and he can do what he wants in his own closet in his own little world i'm not going to say he's right or wrong but instead of worrying about you know trying to better society like this podcast is about bettering people yeah. flat out that's all we're trying to do here and he's pushing a narrative i'm not trying to push a narrative i'm trying to push people to be the best versions of them personal excellence that's it that's all we're trying to do here so the- i have a quick question about this since you're on the story of how you're going you're you're part of that line that you're trying to become better. What was it that kicked you in the mouth and you were just like, this is what's going to happen. This is how I'm going to be. So I, just, it- I had a fork in the road when I was young. So I was homeless and poor and around drugs and I was around all this nasty stuff. I chose to never do drugs. I never have. I've never smoked. I have never, I didn't drink until I was 21. And when I did, it was like four drinks a year. Yeah. Right. Uh, my first drink was in, in Vegas. It was a Captain and Coke. It was nothing to write home about. Um, never got blasted. I've been drunk once in my life on my bachelor party. Um, but uh, it, um, you know, this fork in the road, I, I had seen what it was like to live that 
that not great life. Like I've lived, uh, I was telling the guys this morning in third grade, I was driving around, I was scrapping some metal this yeah. morning. I had some, I was cleaning up my property and I was throwing some metal in our metal bin. And one of the guys was like, dude, that's only like, like 25 cents worth of steel. And I'm like, I understand that, but you got to understand my roots. His roots are three siblings, mother and father together. Father's an engineer. Mother was a teacher. Um, plenty of money. Nice home. Grew up in like Ellicott City, which is a really nice, decent area. Yeah. Grew up in this big, you know, 3,000 square foot, five bedroom home. Really, really nice upbringing. Very, very good situation. Um, I didn't have that. And so I would go around my little community in Pasadena. There was this road called Lake uh, Lakeshore Drive. And on, um, there's two trash days, two, two recycle days. I would take my bike and I would drive around my bike to as many of these recycling bins I could. And I would pull out all the cans and I would recycle these cans. And at the end of the week, I think I would have like 30 or $40 worth of cans that I'd collected and all these like yeah. big, big black trash bags worth of, worth of, um, beer cans and soda cans, which by the way, this was very telling. Do you think that soda cans or beer cans, which one outnumbered each other, soda or beer cans? Beer. It was like 90% beer. And all beer is, is a, is a, is a numbing product. Yeah. All it does is numb you from your bitch voice. And that bitch voice, if you would just take that thing and smush him, you don't need beer. Because let me tell you something. You go out in the world right there, it's actually pretty amazing. It's all a matter of perception and execution. Yep. And when when I would go out and collect all these beer cans and all these soda cans, that's literally all the money I had to live on that week. Literally. And like the the property we lived at, it was uh, right near the Magathie River. Yeah, and so I would go down. I would I would go get there was a there was a food store down off of um, uh, Mountain Road called Angels. It's, oh, it's love best freaking chicken I've had in a long time. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I do I like would, their fried chicken. I would dumpster dive in the back lot and pull chicken out of their dumpsters that went bad. Take it back, tie it on some string that I got from Home Depot. Yeah, you know, like the when you tie stuff up when you go to like transport it. Yep. And I would take that and I would take it down to the Magathie and I would drop it into the water. And I had found, and when I was out there, like uh, collecting all the um, the cans, I would find stuff in the woods, and I found a chicken or a um, crab scooper. Yeah. And I literally crabbed all summer. So I would go out in the morning, get the cans. I would then come back, throw the chicken in the water. I would scoop up like a dozen or two crabs, and then I would take it back to my house, where my mother would then steam them without Old Bay because we couldn't afford it. Yeah. And that's how I lived for like literally a whole summer, like crazy. I would live on that, and and um, the church would give us like triscuits. Like um, not even wheat thins. It was t- I hate triscuits. We get that from a church, and we would get canned tuna. Yeah. Um, trying to think of what else they'd give us. They, they'd give us weird canned stuff, and I literally that's what I grew up on for at least when I was in like third grade period of time, second or third grade. Um, but all that. So imagine this. Imagine third grade. You're like I don't know. You're like eight or nine years old, something like that. So imagine how loud your bitch voice is when you're a kid. Your mother's basically hiding you from society you're not allowed to go anywhere you're not allowed to have any friends you're not allowed to have pets you're not allowed to do anything but go get these cans and my as a child i had you would ask me this question of like like where did it come from how did you learn it all this that bitch voice was then and i knew that if i didn't get up and go get these cans or catch this uh these these crabs i was stuck eating triscuits and tuna like not when i say tuna i mean Tuna, yeah. not relish, not mayonnaise, not salt and pepper. That's all you had. That's all I had. We didn't even have pa- um, paper plates or silverware or anything. Literally, you would I'd pull it out of the can and eat it. Like, it was horrible. And so, you know, I learned at a young age, I said, okay, hold on. I'm watching all these people around me just barely getting through life. Bare- I mean, barely. And they're they're addicted to a drug, and I'm including alcohol in that because it is. Um, it's a numbing agent to distract you from what you should have been doing. And I guess I just simply had had a, had seen enough garbage as a young man to where I was like, hell no, that's horrible. Now, I had a chance. This is where my father came in. My, I was actually talking to, to, to my wife about this last night or yesterday. She, she asked me all the time about this kind of stuff. And I said, you know, my father was a copier salesman. He barely made any money. I watched our, our electricity get turned off three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times, whatever it was. 
Um, between him and my mother, I watched our electricity get turned off all the time. Um, but they would hide me from it, and I'd get home, and we'd be like, let's go play catch. Well, there's no electricity in the house. Why is it cold in here, Dad? Well, the, the heater's broken or something. And, um, you know, I, he. the good thing is my father was smart enough to expose me as much as he could to a better way of living. Yeah. And I would see things like a nice car or a nice house or a nice business, and he'd always go, son, see these people doing this? They have one thing in common. They own a business. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I need to own a business. And it's – it's <laughs> here, I'm going to slap a few people in the face here with this one. Just because you grind stumps, just because you trim trees – does not make you a business owner i have family i have friends and they're all like oh i own a business and this and that and i'm such a big tough guy you're a liar okay you don't you don't file your eftps you don't have an ein number you don't pay the correct insurance you don't do the necessary steps to actually own the business yeah if you don't collect the data it's not an asset to be able to sell it right it's well in just flat out if you look at what what is the 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 thing that makes it an actual business you know, so, okay, so you get up every day and you cut lawns. That doesn't make you a business. That means it's a hustle. Now, hustles are good, but turn that hustle into an actual business where, you know, I'll give you a great example. This morning, our engineer, Jamie, our head lead head engineer, Jamie, he is ordering the next round of Ultimates because we just sold out. And I'm surprised it kind of all came, like yesterday, we sold another Ultimate yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. We're selling them on Sundays. Yeah. Um, He's putting together the next run, and when I said, Jamie, order him, you know, this next run is going to cost between, I think it's somewhere, it's going to fall between six hundred dollars and $700,000. I just snapped my fingers and spent $700,000. Yeah. That's a business. That and, and now listen, Wright probably snaps his fingers, and he probably, he probably you know, does that same thing. It's $7 million. But being a business owner, just because you go and provide a service or you go grind a stump, Dude, I could go rent a stump grinder and go do the same thing. That's not an actual business. When you're when you're doing marketing, when you're doing advertising, when you're doing um, all the filings, and you have an accountant, and you have lawyers, and you're writing up all this documentation, these contracts, and you spend, dude, my um my uh, uh, employee handbook, right? Like, if you don't have an employee handbook, do you really have a business? Like, really, truly, when I when I got mine together, I want to say I spent like between forty five and fifty five hundred dollars having that thing proofed two three times four times with lawyers yeah to make and i didn't do it just one i had one go through it and then i got a second opinion on another and yeah. then there was more changes that were made just to see if there's other ways to make it better there is because everybody it's like doctors like if yes. you don't agree with the it's not necessarily that you don't agree with the outcome it's that is this truly what's going on right and it's a second opinion yeah it's a whole other outlook um because everybody kind of has their own their own lane right and so Instead of listening to your bitch voice and saying, hey, you know, oh, I gave it this one lawyer and that's it. I did my, did my due diligence. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You have any lawyers I have here at Dawson Manufacturing, Kyle? Uh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> say eight. No, too many. Four. Damn. I have four, I have four different lawyers. And they I all. Know one's a patent attorney. One's a patent attorney. One is um, just like a, a business attorney. There's, and I have several others. And they're all, they all have like their specialties. Yeah. And, and some I don't use very often. I bet you I probably talk to my corporate attorney and my patent attorney the most because my patent attorney is a litigating attorney. And so, like, we just, we tried, somebody tried to sue us about a year ago um, for a color, a color of one of our products. And I'm like, dude, you can't have a patent on the basic color of something that I'm not even, I'm not even in your world. It's a, it's a whole, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to get that specific because I don't want to ruffle any feathers here. But literally, yeah. I had to spend, I think it was like five or six grand fighting this. And when I say fighting it, it never went to court. It never, it never did anything. But, okay, so, it, okay, we're, this whole thing's about bitch voice, right? I'm going to yeah. tell you another bitch voice. So when, this, when this, um, this letter from another attorney came through, I was the one that received it. I opened it. I read it. And I just chuckled and laughed. And I'm like, fuck you. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, this, this, this is not happening. So took it to my old man. <clears throat> my old man's the president. And I showed it to him, and he was like, oh, I guess we're going to change that color. And I'm like, no, we're not. That's not happening. He's like, you don't know how this works, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, listen, you might be 25 Watch years older this. than me. Watch. And so I went to the patent attorney, and I gave him my whole perspective on the whole thing, which to to my father's credit, or or he just 
he doesn't in this world he is not the foremost expert like i am when it comes to dawson manufacturing in the landscape industry he was not a landscaper he doesn't have the knowledge the perspective that i have and so at first my patent attorney dan and and craig they were fully against me <clears throat> and it took me about 30 minutes to to go down this road with with my attorney dan and dan was pissing me off and the entire time my bitch voice is like stand down nick stand down nick stand down nick and i was like no fuck you I'm going to tell you exactly what this is going to be. And I went down the road and down the road and down the road. And I never left my road. And by the time I was done, Dan goes, I'll get back to you. He probably digested it for like 24 hours and came back. And he's like, Nick, you're incredible. You, you literally went toe to toe with me, which let's be honest, my credentials are much higher in this area. And you just wiped the floor with me. And I said, Dan, it's not that I wipe the floor with you it's it's the fact that in this particular world i know this this you is, also have a set path of like this is my end goal we yes. have to make sure that we get here i know without a shadow of a doubt i know exactly where we're heading now there will be there will be some iterations as we go there but the thing is is that when problems arise your bitch voice jumps up and goes and goes hey 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 pay attention to me and i just said absolutely not that is not going to happen and so it was very interesting because i was up against craig my father and dan my attorney and they were just roasting me. And I'm like, Jesus, guys, like I'm on your team. And what it was, was they were challenging me. Yeah. And 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 it's not in a challenge way of like they're being ignorant. They're challenging my theories and, and my perspectives. And by the time I was done basically sparring with them, I won. Yeah. Well, that and they're going down the path of least resistance like water. Past episodes we've gone over, people want to go down the path of least resistance, and the least resistance in this case would have just been change the color. Yeah. Versus, no, this is what our product is. This is what the color of it has to be. Mm-hmm. We're not changing it. Nope. We're not changing it. Yeah, Fuck so, you. It's not happening. Oh, nine, baby. Oh, nine. So we, you know, we at Dawson Manufacturing, we are always, always paying attention to, you know, the, the, the bitch voice. And the bitch voice can come in the form of like haters. And those haters, man, there's a lot of times, there's a lot of good that you can get from them and they'll make you stronger. Your bitch voice can make you stronger, but you don't have to listen. You don't have to agree. Just pay attention and it will help you. I, I swear, I, I promise. Um, trying to think, there was another example of this bitch voice when I was walking out of Lowe's and I was thinking about it. It was, you know, I know one of the things was when I was working over the weekend, I had bought just a stupid those knives that you you slide way out and it can get like to be like four or five inches long. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What are those called? They're like box box cutter knives. No, box cutter is just a little little knife. Like yeah, use. but they have the ones where they where you like snap it off, yes. but you can take it. So I bought one of those. Yeah, I bought the insulation. I bought one of those and something else at Lowe's yesterday morning, and I uh, I paid for it all. I left. I came here to Dawson Manufacturing and threw away a whole bunch of trash in our dumpster and then drove home. And so when I got there, I'm pulling everything out. I'm like, where the hell's the, the knife? Like, what? where'd it go? And so I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I, I talked to my son because my son was the one that, that was carrying it. He, he's only four, but he can find stuff very easily. He's not stupid. And um, check with him, check with the wife, check with my daughter. Nobody can find it. I take my truck and I tear it to pieces. I was, I was in my... Um, the, the red flex. Yeah. So I'm tearing it apart. I'm looking for it. And it's not any cracks under your seats. And I'm like, Ugh. so again, here's my bitch voice. My bitch voice is going, dude, just, just get, get a box cutter and just cut the stuff. You know, the, the, the foam insulation, it's like two inches thick and I have to cut like a 20, 20 inch long slice. And if you use like a box cutter, it's going to get up all jagged. It's going to look like crap. So once I put it in place, it's going to, it's going to look terrible. Yeah. And so, I'm sitting there and my bitch voice is screaming at me. And it's like, dude, just go get a box cutter. You have one in the shop or go get scissors. You'll be fine. And I'm like, no, it's got to be right. And, and don't take the easy route. Don't take, you know, the quickest route. Take the right route first. Then figure out how to make it faster. And I actually filmed myself doing this t- uh, yesterday. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And I call, I call my father. And I'm like, um, what did I ask him? Because I, I, he went to the, he, so he was with us when we bought it. He was here with me when we, we came to, to drop off all the trash in the trash can. And that took him to the airport, and he left. I called him. I'm like, hey, did you did you remember seeing it like in the car when we threw it away in the trash? He's like, absolutely, it was not there. I'm like, man, where is this knife? So instead of surrendering to my bitch voice, I drive all the way back here to Dawson, 
I jump in the dumpster. I mean, the dumpster's empty. So I'm in there. Yeah. And I'm tearing through stuff, and it's filthy. It is filthy in there. And I'm like, man, this sucks. And I can't find it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home and cut it with scissors. And I'm like, no, you, you got to do this right. So then I don't listen to my bitch voice again. And I turn them down, and I drive to Lowe's, and I go there, and I'm like, hey – I bought these at this register. It was one of the self-checkout ones. Yeah. Which, by the way, automation in life. That's why you got to automate. That's why I go, go with a mulch mate. Um, because you want to automate your life. Everybody's every, All these humans are getting replaced. Period. Yeah. So I talked to the lady. She was like in la-la land. You want to talk about just... I don't know if she was on drugs or, or what she was... I'm talking to her and I feel like I'm talking to this wall. Yeah. I'm like, what in the world? So she can't find anything. I'm looking around. I'm like... Well, well, I'm about to buy another knife. Now oh, it's ten bucks. It's not the end of the world, but it's ten dollars. Like I don't waste money like that. I don't like doing that. I mean, look, I've got a coffee here with me. I could have gone to Starbucks, and I, you know, it's twenty cents. Good old Keurig. Yeah, it's it's why I did it. And I, for you, if you want coffee, there's some more over there. Sweet. I, I bought a whole bunch of new stuff. But anyway, I go back to Lowe's. I buy another knife. I go home, and I continue doing this this project I'm on. And I I literally had to listen to this bitch voice like. I don't know, 25 times yesterday. I mean, it's it's a lot. And I fight it a lot cuz I want to I want to skim, I want to cheat, I want to get through something faster. And and it's all about, you know, turning it down and completing the task at hand. Is really really what it's all about. Yeah, do it right, then find the efficiencies, get better at it. Yeah, so okay, so you're playing right into what I was doing. So I filmed myself cutting this foam. And what I was doing is as I was as I, was, I did a, a time lapse, and I haven't watched it yet, but I was I had my two kids with me. And I put the the foam down in front of me on the garage floor and then I had a, a straight edge I had a tape measure a sharpie and every panel I had to get cut to 46 inches wide and so what I would do is I would leave the tape measure locked out at like 54 inches yeah and I would never let it well at first I was letting it in and then I kept finding myself having to like pull it back out and I was wasting time and so what I ended up doing was learning that okay if I take the tape measure leave it out leave the pen in a certain spot don't put the cap back on it place it on there mark it place it mark it set it down with the pen, put my straight edge and then tuck it between my legs and then slice it, I could get done in half the time. Yeah. So instead of letting my bitch voice take over and say, ah, you're fine, you'll you'll get it done, whatever, I, I shut him up, I used, I turned my brain on and said, do it easier, do it better because the path of, okay, this is the thing. If you just turn your brain on and think about things, that easier way that you originally thought was easy really is wrong but there's another level beyond once you learn something it, then study it and then turn your brain on and, and figure out how to make it better there's this next level of easy and if you can get to that level because you just turn your brain on you'll get done far easier and you know you know like mentally i was so not drained at all when i got done i was like woo let's go on to the next thing yeah. in, instead of letting the the frustrations of all the things i just like had to deal with I was able to conquer something. I got it done, which felt amazing. And then I was able to shut the bitch voice down, which was amazing. That was a win. And and the whole project looks fantastic. Now I got this these perfectly insulated garage doors. It's crazy. Like I know I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, you're talking about garage doors. It's everywhere. Yeah. Like, do you have an example of where you shut your bitch voice down over the weekend? For me, I don't know. I can't remember if there was a time where I just like fully sat down and was like, oh, yeah, I, I need to, you know, give... Oh, there it is. So, Sunday, I wanted to have... Um, Chloe made muffins and stuff for dessert. I was like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll have one or two. And um, it was coming up to, like, 8 o'clock, and I'm trying to be very cognizant. Like, 8 o'clock, I don't eat anything after 8. Mm -hmm. And it was just coming up to it, and I was like, I want another one, but I don't need it. So I had to tell myself, no, you don't need it. Just go grab something to drink. Had something to drink, completely forgot about it, and then got back into um, – because I was trying to fix or finish getting our Shopify um, site fixed or mm -hmm. just updated. Sure. So I was in the middle of doing that, and as I got a little bit further into it, completely forgot that I wanted something to eat. We ended up going home, I think, around 9, and got home, brushed my teeth, went to bed. Yeah. just didn't need that extra thing to eat. I wanted it, but sure. I didn't need it. That's That was a big topic of conversation in my house this weekend was your your taste buds. Your taste buds are telling you, I need this, I want this, and your bitch voice is like, here, go get that muffin, you know, at yeah. 9 o'clock at night or whatever, and you have to shut him up. You have to have some control, and that is that is something that isn't taught 
enough and too many people are like oh do what you want be who you want to be and the reality of it is is that the world has a, a has a, a list of unspoken rules and if you don't follow those rules it's going to punch you straight in the face yeah and i've it's happened to me and i've watched it happen to you i've watched it happen to tons and tons and tons of people and then at the end of the day everybody not everybody but the the pe- the people that struggle they'll go why does this happen to me there's a guy there, i'm not going to name any names i see him online all the time i've talked to him several times really nice guy but like i i heard him tell me one time he he was not broke but like way down on cash barely had enough money to pay his mortgage or something like that and he's he's literally crying to me on the phone and i'm like i'm gonna, I'm gonna say sir sir you need to get control of yourself and tomorrow when you wake up you need to shut your bitch voice off and you need to attack go into attack mode be a tiger yeah i mean just what's bigger than a tiger a lion just kill him be a megalodon and just go out there and just rip it and he's like all right i'm gonna do it you know he was on the next day he's driving to florida taking a vacation and i'm like (sighs) you listen so well you yeah i'm like he's like i need a time off i'm like you haven't earned the right to take off like right now my father is in florida in sarasota yeah i could have easily gone it's not time right now when this is oh this is a good podcast we need to talk about so write this one down this is where the men get separated from the boys is that growing up this week in particular they say i'm not sure when this when this podcast goes goes out guys but this is thanksgiving week that we're recording this this is the week when I would double down, when everybody else would take their, their their Thanksgiving vacations and take off on Friday, I spent the last 25 freaking years of my life busting my ass on those days. Yeah. And everybody's like, why are you working? And I'm like, because, dude, if you want change in your family tree, you have to be willing to do something different. And when everyone else is off, you're just wasting time. So, like, evenings, I'd work. Thanksgiving, I'd work. Christmas, I'd work. I the day after thanksgiving weekend every chance i could growing up i would work 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 and you know what it was growing up and and now that i'm full-blown deep into my adulthood here's the difference it was not the money it was my experience i was gaining and i tried to explain this to a young man the other day in during our coaching call i said he's like i want to get in a truck and i want to you know get this crew going and that way i don't have to do it and then i can go do estimates and i said stop you're doing yourself an injustice because it, you need that experience. You need to be in the field, working, being a soldier, taking in all the different experiences. That way, when you do have, when you have earned the right to go out and be that leader of your company, there's not a scenario that you haven't already been through. Yeah. Right. And so, like at Dawson Manufacturing here, that's why I believe I'm a really good leader because a I've learned how to be a good leader because I failed at that a lot of times. I'm still a study of it. I still read books on how to be a better leader. I still read books on how to speak to people. I still read books on how to look at people. I still read books on just the emotions of everybody and being able to step in their own shoes, into the other person's shoes and have a realization. But on top of all that, when it comes to design, you'll see me. I'll stop. I'll fold my arms. I close my eyes. I look up. I think it's around like a 18, 19 degree. When you tilt your head up, you're actually, this is scientific proof, but your ears actually can open a little better and your mind can think yeah. because you're you're closing a sense down, you're opening up your receptors, and then you're able to then filter through everything that someone's trying to tell you, whether it's my engineering team, my shipping team, my production team, my media team, my president, you know, whatever, I can then listen better. And when you can pull all that together, first off, my bitch voice is shut down. And then I am in full-blown receptive mode when I'm doing that. Yeah. And that is what makes an incredible team incredible leaders when we can listen to each other and hear each other out and not get caught up in narratives and caught up in i you know it's my idea versus his idea doesn't fucking matter yeah don't worry about it just produce right it's all about we all have the same end goal and we're all pushing this thing to that point and we're all going to shut down that bitch voice as often as we possibly can and we're not going to succumb to well in theory well it's easier well i'm tired no shit dude we're all tired i get it but you have to then be able to harness what energy you have and be able to produce the correct result that we're all trying to achieve together and that's just it that's the trick to the whole thing 
Move the ship. <sighs> yeah, move the ship and stop listening to your bitch voice. I got a fun question about bitch voice. Mm. So, when it comes to your bitch voice and just being afraid of things, what is your what is the animal that you were most petrified about? Like, if you were a 1v1, what would scare you? What's a 1v1? You versus that animal. An actual animal? Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate snakes. Really? Oh, I hate snakes. Ugh. Spiders, whatever. Tiger, whatever. Snake, there's so some... So what if you had to, like, fight it? So if you had to fight an animal... Because I'm just, I'm just thinking about the bitch voice. An animal that I'm petrified about is mm-hmm. an ape. Yeah, an apes ape, are rough. ape will pull your skin back and not even care. Yeah, you're not and wrong. And it's not even trying. Yeah, you're not wrong. No, that's that's a good point. I've never looked at it that way. Yeah. No, apes are Because I'm thinking about the mean. fight. When it comes to the fight and you <clears> having <throat> to get things done, I will never go 1v1 on an ape. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I would. <laughs> so, okay, that's a that's a great thing. So, growing up, I've always been the biggest guy in the room, typically. Yeah. There's me and, like, one other guy. Always. Um, now, there's bigger people. I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but I'm on the big end. Yeah. Um, I have I gotten so much trouble when, in my younger days of beating the snot out of kids that would pick on me. And I ended up learning to walk away. So my gut instinct in that scenario is run. Yeah. Don't take on that grizzly bear. Don't take on the ape. You know, find a tree to hide behind. Try to outsmart them. Because if you go to battle with anything, you're going to get some scars. Yeah. And that's going to slow your progress down. But if you can be smarter than that ape or that grizzly bear or whatever and tuck yourself into a log or into a hole as they run by, I'm the guy that's in the hole going, <laughs> because I believe that your mind is far stronger than your body. You're, the, the, what do they say? The human, humans today only use like 3% of their mind. I think there's this untapped energy deep within your mind that we all, I think there's some of us out there that we've tapped into that, fourth percent or maybe even the fifth percent i don't even know um clearly there are smarter people than others and i think all that comes from a don't listen to your bitch voice which then creates more opportunity which then going through the opportunities that experience i was just telling you about which then creates what i call a, a stronger gut feeling so like i can walk into a scenario and my gut will just tell me what to do i don't have to think about it okay i'll give you a great example anytime i do podcasts with you or if I do podcasts with someone else, I never think about it, ever. I always just walk into, oh, Brian's Law Maintenance's LAL event. I went to that event twice, spoke there twice, got incredible feedback to the point where I almost cried. Yeah, the first time your notes were completely yeah, gone. gone. And and you know what? That was probably the best blessing that ever could have happened because I got on stage and I said, guys, you're going to get me. You're going to get the real Nick, and I'm going to give it to you as raw as it can be. And that was that served me. Because what I learned in that moment was being raw and real far, far more spoke to people like we're doing right now. And it was my ability to show truly who I am. And I think I think the human mind and body can sense it coming from someone else. You can, you can sense when someone's being fake. You can sense when somebody is in a <clears throat> in personal warfare with themselves or their demons that they're fighting. And these demons are the bitch voice, and these demons, they'll tear you to pieces. Like, let me tell you something. I have my own demons. We all do, and don't let me, do not let me fool you. I am nowhere near perfect. I guarantee you I never will be perfect. I will make mistakes, but I'm the guy that will recover faster. Yeah. I'm not saying faster than you. I'm just saying faster. It's There's a big difference there. And so I'm able to shake things off because I know the bitch voice is there. I know it's going to try to overtake me. Yeah, so how do you outsmart that snake or that ape or things exactly. like that? Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, coming to the fight with a banana. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, here. Take this banana. See you, bitch. I gotta I'll go. feed you. You now are my best friend, and then now we're going to work together. That's how I've always acted. Yeah. Growing up, because, like, I I was just too big. Like, I would hurt people as a child just because of my size, and I didn't know how to control my when I say hurt somebody, like I'd come up to him, give him a bear hug and just like squeeze him. Yeah. Not trying to hurt anybody, not in a fight. And I'd hurt him. And they're like, ah, and they start crying. And I'm like, Oh God. Like there was a time there was this kid. I don't know. I don't remember what grade I was in, but I had literally picked him up by his head. He was messing with me. And I was like, come here. And I grabbed him by his head and I was like, just pretend like I'm picking him up. And I did. I picked him clean off the ground. And I hurt his neck. Yeah. 
and now he was fine, but it momentarily hurt him. And I, I wasn't trying to be mean. I wasn't being a, a, a dick. I, was, I remember the teacher. I think I was like ninth grade. Now I think about it. Mr. Butts was my teacher's name, and um, B U T T S. And uh, and 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 I just, I remember telling myself one day, I was like, dude, you're too big. These these people can't handle your your physical power. And there's nothing I could have done any different other than understand it and find a new way. That's why. You notice how, like, around here, I don't allow people to punch and sack tap and all that. That's what that's from. Because if you do it to me, I'm going to do it back to you, and you're going to get hurt. And that's why I pinch. That's where the pinching came from. Mm. You're, like, you know, I'll do it to Sam because yeah. Sam and I go way, way back. I won't pinch anybody else because it's just a respect thing. But that's Sam. And I, and I don't even pinch Sam anymore. But I'll pinch you because it, it's a it's my warning. It's like, hey, quit it. You know what I mean? So that's that's where all that came from. So... I think we should wrap this podcast up. I like it. Was that good? I think so. Did you learn anything? A little bit. You yeah. don't like snakes, and I'm bringing a snake now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chop that motherfucker's <laughs> head off. Um, so yeah, no, it, it it it's good. I like you know what I learned from these podcasts. It reminds me. It le- it it allows me to dig really deep into my mind of the things I've learned over the years, and when these things go out in the in the response that we get, it's um, you know, it's not nearly what I hope it'll be one day. I hope it'll be much bigger. But um, it, this is this has been good. It always reminds me of what I need to do better. I always use it to like gain that one percent. Yeah. So like the other day, I was telling um, Ben we were talking. He said that the do it today, not tomorrow, has really helped him. Mm-hmm. And he's just as soon as something comes up, he writes it down, make sure it's done by the end of the day. So he got out, I think, like three or four snow contracts that day mm-hmm. of the podcast, and then um, afterwards, I was telling him last week I had um, some investment stuff paperwork that i had to get out i'm like i just it's got to be done this week because mm-hmm. i kept pushing it it's not that it was for pushing it off it's, i tend to forget about it if it's not in front of me sure so i brought it into work i was like this is getting out today yeah and we got it out and you made just, sure it worked something i learned over the weekend about myself is i struggle like i take notes yeah but what i what i need to start doing is make this adjustment i need to start taking a note of where i left off at the end of the day yeah so when i come back tomorrow i know exactly where i was because i'll forget i don't remember things my memory is garbage i don't know why maybe i need to eat more fish i don't know but so i actually uh we'll wrap up with this one thing that i learned um a while ago and i want to get back into the habit of it is having a just a little like three by five notepad next to my bed and you write down your goals in it as if you had already accomplished the goals sure and it's not that you have to go through and check it off or run it through. It's that you're preparing your mind for that next step. So if you hit that glass ceiling or the bitch voice is talking you down, you look back at it and you're not allowing your or you're allowing yourself to break through that chasm. Yeah. That's so a good one. it's mental preparation. Absolutely. You're reminding me of a podcast. I'm going to write it down here. I like it. Um, guys, that's the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us at Life in the Fast Lane with Mr. Kyle Parks, our CTO, and I am your CEO, Nick Carlson. Don't forget to join us uh, on the next episode and go check us out online at MultimateUSA.com is our website. Go to Dawson FG or Multimate USA on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. I did some more filming over the weekend, but I got I to gotta get a YouTube video out this week. It's been... Yes, you do. Do it today, not tomorrow. I am I am struggling on that one. Um, it's It's been... So, oh, I ordered a camera yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, I've got, I've got things in place that are going to help me get that stuff done. Um, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you so much for joining us. And we will catch you in the next one. And any questions you have, heyfastlane at gmail.com. Feel free to ask them. H-E-Y fastlane at gmail.com. See you. Bye. Adios, muchachos.